Welcome to A Toast to Rom-Coms, Bedtime Edition. Please enjoy the beginning of this podcast while you will hear my wonderful husband getting our daughter ready for bed. I can't hear anything now if that makes you feel better. There's nothing happening yet. Oh, okay. So. Great. There you go. (laughs) Oral hygiene, very important. It is. It is. We're teaching her to brush her teeth herself to make sure we get all the ins and outs of our teeth. It's still hard. It is. And you got to keep your mouth like half open to get the very back. Mm -hmm. And and the appropriate amount of time. You know. Yep. I don't think I have the appropriate amount of time down. I'm going to be honest. It feels like brushing your teeth take forever. Yes. It's like time slows down. (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, Hello. I'm Mer... Nope. (laughs) I'm Allison. (laughs) I'm Marie. You're Allison. Um, and we're here to talk to you. Um, we're going with our 60 degrees of rom-coms. We're going to stop, though. This is going to be our last week for this. This has been fun. Oh, it's the last one? I thought we were just taking a short break. Well, we can pick back up again with when we're done with our next. I think we're doing two, right? Two yeah. off movies? Yeah. So we can pick up with a new person. This was six okay. degrees of... Chad Michael, Murray. Chad Michael Murray. But I had really good movie options to come back to from this one. Okay, we'll come back to it. We're going to take a short break. Yes. And then we'll come back. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Listeners, that was uh, Sister Debacles on Air. That wasn't a debacle. That was a slight mishap. It was just a s- miscommunication. There you go. Uh, it was a zero communication because I don't think we talked about it before this moment. You know, there's not a lot of planning that happens. We we get the movie going, we get the drink, and that's basically it. Did we officially welcome everybody to a toast to Rom-Coms? We did. We did. Today we're going to talk about... Who did we connect this to? Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, that's right. So... Uh, last movie watched was Zach and Mary make a porno. And from there, you listeners voted on the next movie that we were going to watch. And it was pitch perfect. Thank so- you. Cause I love that movie. Solid choice. Uh, yep. And Elizabeth Banks is in this and she produced it as well. I don't know. Allison, why don't you give us those facts so that we can figure out that. <laughs> okay. Since we never talk about producers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she was director or producer or both. Okay, I'll I'll get down to the nitty gritty here. Thank you. Okay, Pitch Perfect came out in 2012, um, and it stars tons of people. There, are, there is a lot of people in this. It stars Anna Kendrick, Brittany Snow, Rebel Wilson, Anna Camp, Skylar Aston, Ben Platt. Um, I guess I'll go through all of the Bellas that we really get a lot of. Yeah. Alexis Knapp is Stacy. Esther Dean is Cynthia Rose. Hannah Mae Lee is Lily. Um, let's see. We got Adam Devine, um, Elizabeth Banks, and John Michael. And I think those are the big ones. Wait, I want to add someone. Did you want to add Luke Stroma? No, I wanted to Or Freddie Stroma? Add- I wanted to add Utkarsh M and Budkar. Okay. Because you like him. 
I did like him. And I thought he was a candidate for the next rom-com, but it turns out it wasn't a rom-com. But Mm. but I still wanted to give him a shout out. Okay. Uh, It was directed by Jason Moore. Okay. And it was written by Kay Cannon and Mickey Rapkin. Actually, Mickey Rapkin wrote the book. Oh. That's interesting. How could this be a book, you know? Like without the music? You're missing something by not hearing the song. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks did produce. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. um, To go with Pitch Perfect, we have, we're actually going to deviate from our norm. We're Mm going to do two different drinks because the drink I picked, Allison thinks is disgusting. And the drink Allison picked, I think is disgusting. So we're doing one of each to make the other one unhappy no i think i was just gonna say the opposite i thought this was a compromise and it's very important when you're in a partnership yes exactly that's what our therapist says (laughs) (laughs) um so we're doing um the breakfast club first and the breakfast club drink is the one allison picked it is because breakfast club um plays an important part in the character development of anna kendrick's character who i don't even know her name becca Becca, thank you. Um, and it is just wait, guys. You'll see real quick why I didn't want to do this drink. It's one and a half ounces of bourbon, a half an ounce demerara syrup. Okay. And then two ounces of milk that has been that has had cereal soaking in it. Like a fruity cereal. It's yeah. a thing. So you got sweet milk, demerara syrup bourbon and then you garnish it with like 10 pieces of fruity cereal i feel like i did not count 10 i just kind of threw some in i have like 15 because i liked the way it looked (laughs) okay i have fruit Uh, loops so i'm real skeptical what do you have i have fruit loops too okay cool i it it recommended lucky charm marshmallows and i could have done that because we have lucky charms but i didn't want to have to pick through yeah plus that's a dick move if you're like taking the marshmallows it really is yes yep well cheers Cheers. to compromise smells exactly like milk and bourbon like it did not combine at all listen it's not my favorite but i don't mind it That's real bad. No, it's not. It's real bad. You're s- that aftertaste is real bad. You drink it, all you taste is bourbon, and then you get like that milk taste after. And I they're just not meant to be together. I disagree. I get Fruit Loops aftertaste. No. Maybe I need to take a bite of cereal with my drink since there's cereal floating in it. Mine are floating. Yours isn't floating. Mine are floating. I didn't get any cereal in that. They're they're eluding me. I think it's fun. The cereal helped. All I taste is bourbon, though. I don't taste anything else. Just straight bourbon. Boo to your choice. I'm going to say boo to your choice. You haven't even tasted it yet. I know I'm not going to like it, but I'll be honest. I'll be honest. If I like it, you'll be the first to know. Thank you. I, um, 
I do like the idea of this drink better because it's a little bit more creative than just a drink called the Pitch Perfect. So I appreciate that. I have had like milk punches and I like them. Like in New Orleans, that was a big thing. There was really mm -hmm, there's like a I think it's rum. I think it's I think that's the alcohol they use. I'm not 100 percent positive on that, though. I'll but, have to see a break. I can't see the picture from here, but you got me that picture with New Orleans cocktails. So I'll take a look and see if milk punch is on there. Or I something like related. think it is, if I remember correctly. And then there's like um, there's like a hip um, brunch place in Pittsburgh called Sally Ann's, and they have a breakfast milk cocktail. And I had it, and I loved it. Did it have like was it cereal milk or? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. I think it was because I think I saw that and I was like, this sounds fucking weird. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and you went for it. I did. I made that mistake with chicken feet, though, and I will not be doing that again. It's not for everybody. No. It's a weird mouthfeel. Uh, yeah. I don't... I'm glad, though, if I ever have to eat them or choose to eat them, I know n now how to eat them because of you. So I appreciate your knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> I actually said to the, the waiter the next time he came around and he, like, brought us our entrees and he left the chicken feet there. And I was like, I'm sorry, but can you please take these? <laughs> Did you finish them? No. Okay. I wanted them out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> and James obviously didn't like them either. He didn't want to try them. That's the first time he's ever not tried something with me. Oh, that's interesting. Me and Casey, the woman I was with, she tried them. Okay. We were the only two brave ones. Hmm. Well, good for you guys. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, actually, I guess not so good for you. I'm glad I did it. Now I know. Yeah. There's it's how else would you know? Exactly. I liked the sauce, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about Pitch Perfect. I want to preface our movie talk by saying I appreciate, I love, I'm using the word appreciate a lot. I appreciate how this whole Pitch Perfect phenomenon is still going on. Mm -hmm. Like Bumper, one of the, I think he's a main character. Yeah. One of the main characters has a TV show. Like, this is 11 years later. And Flula Borg is in it too, right? Yes. But he was in the second one. So right. if you haven't seen the second one, they won't know Flula. Like, is in, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I just think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll summarize it. Pitch Perfect yeah. is about an acapella competition and these girls trying to find their place in the world while trying to win the competition. I don't know. They're in college. They're finding okay, so themselves. Okay, there's a main character called Becca who doesn't want to go to college because she's mad at her dad. And in order to leave college, she has to join a club, which ends up being this acapella group. And then they bond on their way to a national competition. Why aren't you the one doing the summaries? Because I'm so amused when you do the summaries. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just am. That's whatever. Um, 
I would like to start before we get into the meat of this movie that one of my fondest memories of living with my roommates in Southside was when this movie came out, we all got not super drunk, but we had some beers. We put on this soundtrack and we sang as loud as we could and we all thought that we could do acapella. (laughs) (laughs) This went on for like about a week to two weeks. But here I need a clarifying question. Acapella, like there's someone making like the drum noise and all oh, that noise. No, like, was that how you no, guys were just? Singing? We were just okay. singing the songs. So <laughs> the predominant members of this were Jessica and Colin, and uh, it was a great time. It was really solid <laughs> time. So fun. It was good, clean fun. <laughs> While you're getting hammered, yeah, the singing only got better. Um, I, it's not that bad. I, there's something wrong with, I think it's the thickness, like the, the milk is thick. But then just, you like the coffee ones that are thick. But that's not milk. It's a mental block. I'm not saying it makes sense. Um, so in this movie, Elizabeth Banks takes us from poop to puke. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, Elizabeth Banks and is it Fred Wilkes? No, I know who you're thinking of. It's I think his name was John Michael. He okay. looks like um Fred Willard. Fred Willard, yes, that's who I was talking about. Yeah. But he's younger. His name yeah, John Michael. They're like maybe my favorite part of the movie. So funny. They are. I love his misogyny and her inappropriate comments. It's <laughs> the, just everything. The minstrel cycles. <laughs> Great name for a girl acapella group. That's so good. Do you want to go jump into unbelievability? Do you want to talk about your first experience with Pitch Perfect since I gave mine? I don't even remember what my first experience with Pitch Perfect was. I know I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I didn't either. I saw the second one in the theater um, because I loved the first one so much. And then the second one was a letdown, I thought. It was okay. I thought that the big finale song was a letdown in the second one because I don't. I want them to do original songs. I want them to do covers and mash them up. I don't want, you know? Yeah. That's Pickles drinking. Oh, my God. Yes, we exchanged one loud drinker for another. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like she's, like, eating it. Like, (laughs) that's... She does, and she likes to submerge her whole nose and then watch the water drip off of it. She's wild. Sounds like it. How big is she these days? Hold her Um, up. She is at least 25 pounds. Pickles. Hey, come here. Come here, dingus. Oh, she's a big girl. Oh, she's so cute. Pickles! You can't hear me, but you're so cute. Oh, no, I lost you. 
She did something. Oh. With her, with her paw. Oh. Wait. Pickles! Pickles, are you a good girl? <laughs> I did a good girl. Oh, you can hear me, can't you? Can you hear me? Are you so pretty? Are you big girl? You are. <laughs> Millie's so jealous right now. She hit her limit. Yeah, I get it. She really wants to chew the computer cord, but she's not gonna. You better not. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go lay on the couch. I love that you've completely abandoned the no couch rule. With pickles or in general? Just in general. Yeah. Well, the no couch rule was specifically a Maxwell rule because of his incontinence. That's right. So we didn't let Murphy on the couch because we felt it was fair. So now that we don't have an incontinent dog... God rest his soul. He's great dog. Great dog. He was. But now they're allowed on the couch. Okay. So I feel like it was fair. Like no one I wants know. a piece of couch. No, nobody does. I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What's your first unbelievability? Skylar singing and air guitaring to Becca. Um, I agree, but I started way before that. Oh, I started with the I started with the aca like the acapella competition. Oh, that big of a crowd for it, crazy. I thought it was nuts. Um, the song selection just horrible. Who thinks that's a good idea? The Bella Bardens, Barden Uh, Bellas. Just one, I guess two, and then the, and then the vomit. How it happened? There was no reason. You can't even say it was nerves. She proves it wasn't nerves. It was purely like will-powered vomit. It was for the plot, but it made no sense. That's what I'm saying. It was unbelievable because she had no reason to do it. She just wanted to. I guess maybe she's a psychopath. I don't think she wanted to. She did it later. She did it. It was anxiety. No, I disagree. I think she just wanted it. I think she just wanted to do it. So she did. Listeners. And again, there were clearly baked beans in there. Who eats baked beans before a huge national competition? Listeners, email us. Toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Weigh in on this. Was it anxiety or was it on purpose? Is, is uh, what's her face a psychopath? And she is straight up psychopath. I think. What's her name? Audrey or Audrey. Aubrey? I think that even um, in the second one, there are psychopathic tendencies. I don't remember. Remember, she graduated and she's like running some kind of leadership mm, camp. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a real weirdo. Mm-hmm. I do remember so, that. Yeah, she has problems. But those are my three unbelievability. Um, that scene with whatever his name is, Skylar Aston doing the air guitar and stuff. I also thought that was super cringe. 
Yeah, he he was real confident going into that. Yeah, like and too I mean, confident. kudos to him for having that amount of, um, like confidence. But I disagree. If you get the wrong girl, it's no good. So go ahead and give me another one. Becca singing aloud in the bathroom, number one. You just run through that whole scene right there. And number two, Brittany Snow barging in nude. Number three, Brittany Snow forcing her to sing in the nude and not leaving until she does. And then the guy walking in also in the nude. And like, you have a lovely voice. (laughs) Yes. And then her not realizing she's still standing in the shower nude. Well, with the guy there and I, the other girl. I thought they were making her out to be kind of like an airhead. Yeah. But did they carry that throughout the rest of the movie? I felt like that was one thing that was not like they did it off and on. Like, I feel like it was heavy at the beginning and mm. then it dropped off at the end. Just not super consistent. Yeah. Was it supposed to be character development? I don't know. It didn't appear to be. Because she was like that way um, whenever they were drunk at the initiation thing. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Um, even I thought that their dorm rooms were amazing. And that was unbelievable. Absolutely, it was. Just freaking amazing. How huge were those dorms? Like, bigger than this room. And the paint was fresh and clean. Like, bright, white. Yeah, the furniture was super nice and brand new. Built-in shelves. Mm -hmm. I didn't buy that. No way, Jose. My Um, The dorms in towers were half the size of this room currently Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. everything was cement like yellow painted cement blocks because like that creamy yellow just makes it feel like home not a prison cell (laughs) not at all (laughs) you have one tiny window I, i and then after that the whole like recruiting scene for that fair for the freshmen was weird to me. Like the baloney boob comment, <laughs> the girl like pulling her shirt back to see show the nipples. Um, I thought of you whenever I watched that scene because you said you were gonna maybe see if your daughter wanted to watch this, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this. That's a little inappropriate. It's a super inappropriate movie. Yeah. I think it is. For a five-year-old. I mean, it's not like Night of the Living Dead or anything, but it's still inappropriate. Mm. Um, And then I love, love, love the stereotype, and they do it in every fucking movie, where there's a slightly alternative-looking person, Anna Kendrick. She has on smoky eyeshadow and, like, a plaid vest. And they're like, she looks too alternative for the Bellas. What? Or no, it wasn't a plaid vest. It was like a sweatshirt vest, but she has a cartilage piercing. No, she had a like a gauge. She had in one ear, she had like a gauge. 
Yeah. She's too alternative. <laughs> She'll never fit in. I do remember having those freshman like tables though. I remember having that. I remember I remember the fair too. I'm saying the way they were acting like during the, it. The polo club was standing in speedos and like the the hat. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Can I ask a question? I would love it if you did. What was up with like all the Jewish jokes in this movie? It was uncomfortable. I don't know. Like there was a lot. Yeah, I did not get it. I laughed uncomfortably. I forget there was one towards the end, right? I think there was one toward I did I just it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, I did think that the DJ thing was kind of really funny though, and then it ended up not being like a disc jockey. It was tough cheap. Like that's pretty Do you think they were like at a round table spouting up what the two letters DJs could be. And that was the best they could come up with. If you worked on this movie, email us. Who's yes. to rom-coms? How did this happen? Was there a round table discussion? Fat Amy had a lot of appro- inappropriate comments. Yeah. And I think that the facts said that like she would just go on improvising rants. Okay. And, like, whatever came out, like, they would just laugh and pick whatever. Yeah. Well, some of them hit. Some of them did not age well. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Here I, we go. I thought it was unbelievable that Becca's dad just could stroll into her dorm and her dorm room. Yeah. You were supposed to feel like it was because he was a professor, but that makes it worse. Sure does. No, nobody should be getting in there without their um, card. Yeah. Like their little key card. Uh, yeah. Like you need signed in, especially if you're an adult. I guess it was a co-ed dorm building. That's what it seemed like. But I mean, he was still obviously not a student. <laughs> and don't you lock your door? Like he just came in, like regardless of her roommate, like he didn't. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I get what you mean. Because their door wasn't open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, sometimes you just had your door open, but no, their door was closed. He just came in. Weird. Yep. Um, what's your next unbelievability? Um, how these auditions worked. Specifically, the fact that the um, people auditioning had headshots. And, like, a fact sheet about themselves to give to the people running the auditions. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do it. The bottom of this drink is really bad. Because of all the sugar? It's because of the bourbon, I think. It's not good. I think I'm going to just down it right now. Oh, boy. It's, like, the last not even inch. Because it's straight bourbon, you mean? Like, what's going on? Yeah, it's like a little burny. Like, there's no mix like it was at the top. Okay. So I'm Use your pen. No. I don't want milk on my pen. I mean, there's such thing as water. Not in my house. <laughs> I'm just going to down it. It's fine. Okay. Give me... 
give me another unbelievability. Okay. Um, the initiation to the acapella groups, the candles in the one, like the robes, the whole thing was <laughs> insane. It was like a frat initiation, but it's acapella groups. And then they go to the big initiation party out in the open on campus where's there, where there's booze. That was mine too. And it was a weird outdoor amphitheater. Like yep. they were in like BC Rome listening to Plato give a speech or something. The outdoor underage drinking was definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the scene because it like played into the chemistry mm-hmm. and between some people and showed relationships happening. But I didn't, it was just unbelievable. I agree. Good to know. Wow, you even ate all the cereal that went with it. I like a drink that comes with snacks. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I perked a lot at the same time. (laughs) You're disgusting. (laughs) Um, I'm actually really excited. James, like we were in the grocery store today, we did a big grocery shop and he was like, oh, Here's like a small like little travel container of Fruit Loops. Like it was meant for like one of the it was it was one of those mm-hmm. single use cups. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but I really like Fruit Loops. I just want to get a big one. Did you? Oh yeah. So now I got a big box of Fruit Loops. Okay. I love Fruit Loops. I threw them up in the sixth grade right when I got to school and I had to go to home immediately. So I was off them for like a good twenty years and then I got back into them. I get that. Yeah. I still haven't made it back around to Fig Newtons. Or ham. Or ham. Yep. Those are. We all have our burdens, guys. <laughs> Those taste aversions, they, they really get you. Mm hmm. Did, did I skip over any of yours that you had? No, you didn't actually. Nice. So let's hear, let's hear some of yours. Why do I not have a lot? You know, I really know I have a lot. Okay. I think my next one. (laughs) Okay. You know what? My next one is they're driving the bus. Okay. So before that, the treble oath where they can't sleep with any treble makers. I thought that was stupid. Barden Bellas. Yeah. And I also, I'm sorry, I'm just going through these until we get to the bus. That's fine. Um, I didn't find that unbelievable. I feel like that's a thing. Like, just to I, be that petty. Sure. Yeah, but to, like, your own group, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, they were struggling already for members, and then they cut them off. That was part of her character, Audrey's character. Yeah, you're right about that. She was terrible. Um. The Barden Bellas never doing new songs. They performed the same set over and over. All the other groups, I mean, I guess we only saw the Troublemakers, but they had new songs every time. How are you just doing the same tired, boring shit? Like, Bacco was right. It was a snooze fest. No one wanted yeah. to listen to them. Yeah, it was awful. I On the soundtrack, I would never listen to it. <laughs> never. So I thought that was that was unbelievable. Um, yeah, I guess just like her stubbornness, like her bullheadedness, is just like a lot. And that's 
again, the psychopathic tendencies. Like she's again, like putting another obstacle between them and winning. Mm -hmm. Um, a frat hiring the Bellas to perform at their frat party. Weird. Yeah. Even though he was like, I thought you guys would be hot. Like that's still weird. It's not good. Like party music. Maybe it was like a thing that they, maybe it was like a mixer thing. I don't know. It was a paying gig. No. Let's see. The riff off. Specifically, it happening in an abandoned pool that is not roped up and easily accessible. Yes. And again, with the underage drinking. Out in the open. Yeah. Now, what were you talking about with the bus? That there's no, like, adults... Is that weird? Is I don't know. Like, I just feel like you wouldn't be able to drive one of those without like a special license. But I don't I truly don't know. There is typically an age requirement for renting a a vehicle. Mm -hmm. Was it 18 or 21? I don't know. I thought renting a vehicle was 25. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's old. Yeah. That that brain development. Yeah. Because it didn't have the college logo on it. So I could see that easily. Good one. I didn't think about that. Let me see. I was more like forgetting that you didn't put gas in it. Oh. You were hit with a burrito, but. Yeah, the burrito thing was pretty unbelievable to me. Just because like, not like I could see somebody throwing something at somebody, but how it exploded. It was real though. Oh. He actually threw it at her okay well damn that was a saucy burrito (laughs) maybe that's all it was maybe it was just like a meat pocket with sauce in it it was what they used for aubrey's vomit (laughs) that's a good point though age requirement for renting a car oh it is huh oh okay here we go It differs by state, but a lot of companies require you to be 25. Okay. Yeah. Most have a minimal age of 21. They've amended it recently, so now it's 21. And they also don't know if, like, college groups like that have to have a sponsor to go with you because you're still kind of representing – the college itself. So I could see someone having to be in charge of that. Or like a chaperone or something. Yeah. To make sure they're doing what they need to do and acting in a way that doesn't bring shame upon the name. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which actually it does happen here. <laughs> Let's jump back to the old acapella group that they got into a fight with. Oh, my God. I told you it's really bad at the end. I'm going to chase that with some water. Yeah, that's smart. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Them and the way that they got in trouble with the other, like the old acapella guys. Yeah. That was very weird. It was. Do you want to, like, all of it, or do you have a specific thing in mind? 
The fact that they're going to get into a fight, like the old guys, like trying to provoke them was so unbelievable to me. And then Becca jumping in when it had nothing to do with her. I think it was her being protective of um, Jesse. Okay. And then Fat Amy had to go and get herself involved. I don't understand how she was the only one who got in trouble. She was the only one that stayed to explain the situation. I guess cell phones weren't as prominent back then to record everything. I don't know. That's 11 years ago. I can't remember. Mm-mm, no, there were iPhones. But would people be recording as much as they were now? Probably not. Yeah. So... Yeah, that whole scene and how she was the only one got in trouble. Yep, 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 yep. Completely agree. Completely agree. Did they come up in the second and the third one, or was this the only time in the trilogy they... I don't know. I don't remember a lot of the second one, and I never saw the third one. Third one's pretty bad. Yeah, I... I only watched it once. Yeah. They're on Peacock, though. Hmm. I'm good. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, her reaction. This is belongs in unbelievability, but I found it completely believable. How when her dad comes to get her out of jail and he's pissed, she completely downplays it. So he gets madder and she downplays it even more. And I was like, no, he's right. This was dumb. And she's like, it's not that big of a deal. He's like, you were arrested. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Becca, like watching this as a 32-year-old woman, Becca's a bitch. Yeah, like, she is. Like She's, she's a complete r- asshole. She's so mean to her father. Mm-hmm. Undeserved. Like, I don't, I don't know the full story. Like, yeah, divorces are hard, but like it's probably better for the parents. Like you need to calm down. The only way I could make sense of it. And I'm not defending her in any way, because I think it was uncalled for. Like you said, is that she's been living with her mom away from him for so long that her mom spun this narrative. Oh, that maybe she completely believed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I sided with her dad about the college education thing. Mm -hmm. Because there's musical majors out there. Just pick one. Yeah. That's going to help you be a producer. Yeah. Take like a business or something like that. That'll help you with your DJ, whatever. Yeah. There's things to do. Yeah. Becca is so mean. And she's mean to like Aubrey and Chloe too, like Brittany Snow. Like mm-hmm. she's mean to everybody. And it mm-hmm. makes me mad. Mean to Jesse. Yeah, and he was nothing but supportive and nice to her. I know. I was completely on his side when he told her to get her shit together. Yeah, me too. Um, I also think people who don't like movies are weird. I was going to put that as an unbelievable, but then I remembered our brother. Yeah, well, he just can't sit still. But maybe that's like a thing. And makes people not like movies. I don't know. I can watch movies all day long. 
I used to be able to, and now my time is so short that I can't settle on a movie to watch. Does that make sense? It does. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I think it helps. Like I have multiple lists and it, it's easy for me to select something. And I have like, oh, that's on HBO. I'm going to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. I, so like there'll be days. I'll just not days. But if I don't have anything planned for a day off, I'll watch three movies in a day. I love that. It's And I hope fun. I hope to do that one day. I, I do. I hope for you one day that you will do it as well. Because I love watching TV and I love watching movies. But now I can't. Like I said, I just can't settle. Yeah. And I've been so into reading now that I don't even like watch TV that much. No, I think those are like, I go through those phases. Yeah. I go through phases where all I want to do is read or all I want to do is watch movies or all I want to do is get into a series. Mm-hmm. I wonder if those hyperfixations we have are like a thing. I definitely have, like, when I start something, I need to finish it as quickly as humanly possible or else I will go nuts. (laughs) But don't you regret it when you're done? Like, don't you mess up? I'll try, like, I'll just restart it. Like I did with Akatar. I finished it and literally two days later I restarted it. I have Bernard reading Akatar right now. He just started book one. Oh, you're not in trouble, honey. It's okay. It was a happy it was a happy thing. For those of you who don't know us very well, when we go, oh, that's a sign to the dogs that they did something wrong and they immediately get scared. Millie got very scared right now. Yeah. Just try it with your dogs. It works. It really works. I don't know why, but they hate that noise. (gasps) Yeah. You're fine, honey. Sorry. Even Pickles knows. And she is the least. I've disciplined her the least amount of any dog. For real? Yeah. Probably why she's not trained so well. Hmm. She'll get there. I also think she's not trained so well because Bernard, me, and then my daughter all have different ways of training her. So she's just fucking confused. I feel like dogs know that children have no authority. Like, oh, no, she does. Yeah. Oh, Pickles Pickles does. Okay. She does. Because anytime a young child says Millie's name. She's like, I'm not even going to look at you. <laughs> You're not important. No. Pickles will listen to her. Um, Cause we train what, during their meal times when my daughter has the food bowl, she's telling pickles to do something. Pickles listens hmm. and she will follow her commands. But when she's playing and like today, my kid was like, I need you around to make sure Pinkles doesn't like try to bite me. And I said, well, maybe you need to think about what you're doing when she's trying to bite you and just not do that anymore. And I like walked her through that thought process. And she goes, well, I think she doesn't like it when I'm in her face and I go, boo. 
<laughs> that's when she tries to bite me. And I'm like, so don't do that. She's like, yeah. That checks out. <laughs> that tracks. So it's also a child training process. Yeah. I took a, a lot of notes on this, but like nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's all just, like, things that made me laugh or uh, just observations that anybody watching this would see. I have, like, four right in the row. Do you have any more? Nope. Okay. So, again with the vomit. Okay. Another one. Oh, the abandoned pool. I already said all this stuff. Um, the last competition is an international competition. No, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. No, national. No, it said international competition. I will look up the summary just to make sure I'm correct. It is an international competition. I know it was in New York, right? Mm, I think so, yeah. And they were in Cal, they were based in California, I think. I couldn't tell. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was in California. You're probably right, because it was always really warm. Who knows? Maybe California colleges' dorms are really nice. Maybe. Although I think they're way overcrowded. Mm. Plot summary, plot synopsis. Um, I wanted the summary, not the synopsis. I always get those confused. Um... The International Championship of Collegiate Acapella held annually at Lincoln Center in New York City. All right, then. Yep. So I can't find where the college is located, though. Maybe it's like um, baseball, though, where it's the World Series, but no one else but America and maybe (laughs) a couple Canadian people play. Right, right. But, you know, baseball is very big in Japan and um, South Korea. Yeah, but they don't play in the World Series. I know. That should be amended. I agree. Did you ever watch Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck? (laughs) No, but it sounds like I should. (laughs) I don't know. I would love it with the – I think I saw it once, but I don't remember a lot of it. I think it's for the best. (laughs) Is it in the 80s? I think 90s. Okay. Yeah. So, so. I think it's Tom Selke. I think it would be in the 90s. Um, my last unbelievability is um, Chloe singing the bass notes. Oh, my God. It makes me, like, cringe a little. <laughs> I laughed so hard because it's so ridiculous. They show her uh, in the competition. It is so funny. <laughs> I laughed. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Mr. Baseball, 1992. A once great baseball player is forced to play in Japan where his brash, egotistical ways cause friction with his new teammates and friends. That sounds like a great movie. <laughs> um, I disagree. Having seen it, I disagree. I feel like but mom would be all over that movie. Who, mom? Yeah. Uh, why do you think we watched it? <laughs> Uh, but I I think you should watch it. Let me know if maybe my child 
just mine didn't grasp its maybe, potential. Maybe you were bored because you just didn't realize the greatness. Or dad. You know dad would like shit talk Tom Selleck. Because he was a good looking man with a better <laughs> mustache than dad. <laughs> he was scared of his mustache. No Threatened. Offense. No offense dad if you're listening to this. Um, problems to these two getting together, which I think you already said. It's and I'm just talking, I'm just talking about Jesse and Becca. Becca. Yeah. Becca's just a bitch. Like she's so mean. She's closed off, closed she- off to the world. So many walls, mm-hmm. tortured soul. That ear spike shows it. Yep. I mean, the privilege going to college for free. White, white girl. White, white. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do you want to? pause and make our second drink i think that's a great idea we'll see whose drink is better (laughs) i have a feeling we know the answer to this we'll see hang on i think i threw up a fruit don't worry i swallowed it (laughs) what i would do too but it's still something (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. So, chemistry with Jesse and Becca. Do you want to explain our drink first? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> so, the second drink um, is called the Pitch Perfect. Connection is obvious. Um, it is one ounce Southern Comfort, one ounce Amaretto, and then four ounces of ginger ale. I did not fill to the top. I measured it. I bet you filled to the top. Yeah, but I got a tiny glass. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I knew you would. That's, <laughs> I just Judgmental. I I'm not judging. I'm just stating a fact. I knew you would. <laughs> you love filling to the top? I do. <laughs> I do. I am dreading this. It's going to be sweet, but I still think it won't be as sweet as sugar milk and bourbon and sugar syrup. Cheers. Cheers. It's not bad. It's it's too sweet. You're right. But, but it's not bad. Oh, you're right. All right. I told the truth. You're right. It's not that bad. And I'm the first to know, guys. You're the first just to like know? She, just like she said I would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was pouring the amaretto like I gagged like I was really nervous because amaretto just smells so sickeningly cherry yeah yeah I hate cherry things but amaretto doesn't bother me I don't know why yeah it's not bad it it tastes like just like cherry ginger ale yeah that's quite nice yeah well, I wouldn't go that far. It's fine. Cherry ginger ale, copyright. Canada Dry and Seagram's, whatever your parent companies are, you owe us if you make cherry ginger ale. I think they do already. Bullshit. But maybe, Fuck. is it cran ginger ale or is it cherry ginger ale? I think it's cran ginger ale. Can't remember. I don't. I don't know if they make cherry ginger ale. I'm gonna take a look right now. Okay. I might have to I might have to eat my words. Cherry ginger ale. 
Damn it. Schweppes. I knew it was Schweppes. No, that's raspberry. Oh. That's raspberry. That's an odd choice. I don't I don't think that the cherry cola. All right. Not cherry ginger ale, guys. So, like I said. Copyrighted. Oh no, they Schweppes makes black cherry ginger ale. Is that the same? Yeah. Damn it. It was a good, yep. it was a good idea. Thank you. I was I was looking to make money off this podcast somehow. <laughs> also, I'll keep looking. <laughs> Uh, too funny maybe i can talk the faintest glow uh into selling our merch at their events (laughs) see if we could make money (laughs) that would be hilarious that would be so funny i'd just sneak it in there like it's fine just let it happen give us two dollars for every shirt you sell (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the chemistry between becca and jesse Becca likes him so much. She just doesn't want to admit it to herself. I think she's so concerned with being cool. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is the one time where like, I I made fun of like the alternative girl stereotype, but she's playing into it too. Like she wants to be too cool and too alternative to like someone who's into acapella. It's ridiculous. It's like how I told you in sync was for just puppets. Like, let it go. It's fine. It is fine. You awkward you don't bitch. Have to be that cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to sneak in Aka in front of like all of these words, but I forgot up until now. Again, another phrasing that didn't bother me. No, didn't bother uh, me at all. I I actually like. I loved it. I, I laughed. I thought it was funny. Excuse me? Yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. It was great. And maybe just because it fits their, like, all about acapella persona mm-hmm. so much. Still hate it and went a date with Tad Hamilton, though. That's because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I guess so. Someone was trying too hard. Um, I think... Jesse and Becca have really good chemistry starting with the initiation, like them talking and flirting a little bit before he gets her a drink. I guess there wasn't enough time when he was doing the guitar out the window, but I still really liked that because then he remembered her later and she remembered him too. Like, how could you not? But it just showed like a little bit of spark. Mm-hmm. And I think he was good for her. He obviously does not care about being cool. No, and sometimes you need that. Yeah, she was so concerned with her image. Yeah, thank you. Um, that he kind of balances her out and makes her see it's not that important. And he calls her on her ship. Everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. Her dad, I think, was trying to, like, make things better so much so he wouldn't do it. And even Jesse didn't do it at first, but then eventually he had enough. Can you blame him? No. No, he kept trying and trying, and she was a bitch, but she kept coming back to him. Yeah, she felt something, too. Clearly. 
Well, I mean, him making her laugh at their little, their DJ booth gig, rom-com coincidence. They both had the same work schedule there. Yes, yes. And he was totally jealous of the older DJ. At the riff off, they had some chemistry too. Like they're singing to each other at the riff off. You had those longing gazes. And she was like blowing kisses, like funny and flirty. Yeah. Yeah. Then he comes and sits with her on the quad. Yeah. With his Capri sons. I think it's very romantic. Brings a blanket. He was sharing with her. It is romantic. Mm-hmm. What more do you want from a college boy? Snacks and... A Capri Sun. And a movie. <laughs> That's it. I thought she sounded so pretentious whenever she was talking about the Star Wars thing. Like, Vader in German is literally father. Yeah. I was like, get off your high horse, you bitch. But that's her. She's on it constantly. You gotta let it go. Yeah, you were arrested. <laughs> you called your dad. How else is he gonna get bail money for you? Yeah. Or whatever was gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. He was the only one who did anything, like he said. And she like went back and the girls were waiting in her dorm room and she thought that was something. They all ran away and left her there. They were bitches. Mm-hmm. I was so mad at her for not seeing that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, Love the scene in her dorm when he w- makes her watch the ending of The Breakfast Club. But he only made her watch the end, which is crazy. Well, it's because she would never watch the whole thing. He wanted to watch her watch the end of a movie. Uh-huh. But then she did go back. You knew, like, she felt something for him when he left, and she actually sat down and watched the whole movie mm-hmm. and then watched other movies. I want to go back to them watching the end together, though, because she couldn't stop staring at him. There was going to be a kiss. hmm And I couldn't tell if she stopped herself or Kimmy Jin stopped it. I couldn't either because at one point I thought she was going to reject his coming in closer. That's what I thought too. And I don't know. I couldn't tell. But she was like, I think she was like staring at his mouth. And I thought it was a really cute scene. They're flirting and they're like snuggling up and she Mm -hmm. shows him her music and. Yeah. They're on her bed together. It's very suggestive it's college dorm that's what happens butterflies mm-hmm. is he won't is he, will he won't he mm-hmm. we've all been there mm-hmm. i think if you've lived in a dorm you've been there mm-hmm. if you haven't maybe you haven't had it you haven't been there maybe you've been on another bed somewhere feeling butterflies Ew. That's gross. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. I was trying to make connections. It didn't work out. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Oh, after this movie, I watched The Breakfast Club because I hadn't seen it in such a long time. 
Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And what did you think? Because I know, like, it's problematic nowadays. But it's still, like, a classic. So, the problem, like, there's a lot of, like, sexual harassment mm-hmm. from uh, Judd Nelson's character. Yeah. But, like, everything else is mostly okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it, some article, like, some of the BuzzFeed articles are like, why did Ali Sheedy have to change her look or blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's high school. You change your look sometimes. You experiment. Like, I didn't think that there was anything wrong with that. It happens in so many movies. Like, it, it's just the whole makeover scene. It's a thing. It is a thing. And you could see her face, and it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> because her hair wasn't she in has her face. A nice face. She does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. As a thirty-some-year-old woman, I still thought that teacher was a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that. He's just too jaded. Yes, he is. And the janitor's a cool guy, which I uh-huh. think you think whenever you're young and you watch it. But like. I think the kids' problems are still significant even when you watch it as an adult. Yeah. So it mostly held up. Yeah. It was just the sexual harassment stuff was, like, uncomfortable. Like, even more so than him just putting his face between her legs, it was, like, the questioning and, like, the comments. There was no way. Like, I know they get together at the, like, at the end, but that's, like, a three-day thing. That's not going to last. Oh, no. He has too many girlfriends. Well, not just not just that. I, I don't even think it's for that reason. I think it's just because he's going to continue to put her down. Yeah. It, was, it had the makings to be like a very abusive relationship. That's what he knows at home. And you want him to break the cycle because I think that's what they were setting up in mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. But that's hard. It is. I like to think that that was just the one day and maybe from then on in the breakfast club, like in that scenario, they would just have like a couple longing glances and then it would just kind of fizzle out. Because it's like uh, Jesse said, he like throws his fist up in the air just so he can like, he had the girl just that one time, mm. you know? So that's what Wait, I Wait, Jesse actually explained the fist in the air? Yeah. No recollection. It was during the bad movie scene. You were too focused on will they, won't they, apparently. I think I <laughs> Yeah. He, he like explained it. He was like, he puts his fist in the air and he's celebrating the fact that he got the girl at least just once or something like that. It's not, I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Hmm. How about that shit? Yeah. So, and then the, the mashup at the end, whenever they put, don't you forget about me? Oh, and the look when he realizes his like head's down that and he's like, wait a second. I know. And then he puts his fist in the air and it's so good. Yes, I love it. And she puts her fist in the air too. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, did you get teary-eyed at all? <laughs> yes. And I think I can even pinpoint it. I think it's when she starts with don't you? And then it like happens. No, for me, it's when 
she puts her fist in the air and the lights pulse and she says it and I just start crying. Uh, I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Why are we like this? <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> email us. Does anybody else like get teary-eyed during the... Bo- this is happening right now, even just thinking about it. <laughs> Do you get teary-eyed when they sing the last song? And they deserve to win too. That song is so fucking good. It is really good. And everyone had an important part to play. Like yeah. they were an equal team, which I think was the whole point of that mm-hmm. mashup. They all played to their strengths. The dancing was really good. Mm. Which is kind of funny to me. Maybe it plays into unbelievability. Maybe it doesn't. But like how they trained to get the old choreography done. And then they had what, like a week to do this choreography. that was so much more intense. Hey, all that cardio that they were doing. <laughs> That's right. Really helped. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't put me down for cardio. (laughs) It's just going to do her mermaid dancing. But also whenever she was like, I'm doing horizontal running, I'm like, that's still hard. (laughs) Like you're probably doing an ab workout right now. Exactly. (laughs) I think vertical running is probably easier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the the kiss at the end? Loved it. Me too. Because I think she initiated and she was like it signaled her accepting her feelings. Mm-hmm. So I liked it a lot. Yeah. And she, a little bit of full circle movement. Nope. Moment. Serenaded him at the end. Mm. And he serenaded her at the beginning. I love that. Thank you for pointing that out. Yep. It's very funny. I put a note that said, I can never decide whose final song I like more. And then one more note down. I lied. It's the Bella song. (laughs) It is the Bella song. Like the troublemakers are good. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just like the songs the Bellas did better. Mm -hmm. Um, Around this time in 2012 when this came out, I was obsessed with Esther Dean's single Drop It Low. Drop it, drop it low, girl. Drop it, drop it low, girl. Drop it, drop it low, girl. I don't know that. Oh, it's fantastic. I'll play it for you next time I see you because if I play it now, it's a copyright issue, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We got busted on that once, guys. Twice, right? Has it been twice? I know it was Americano. What's Americano? The song that we got busted for. It was a Lady Gaga song. Yeah, yeah. We got busted for that song. I didn't know we got busted twice. Maybe I'm making that up. No, I think I'm making it up. I think it was just the once. Yep. What can you do? Love you, Lauren. Yeah. We, that's why we don't end our podcast with songs anymore. It was fun while it lasted. <clears throat> Anywho. We did good with chemistry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, moment they fell in love. Are they? No, they're not. They're they like each other. Infatuated. They have crushes. Yes. They're reciprocated. They don't love each other. No. So, sorry, guys. No. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Maybe in the next movie they love each other. I don't remember that well. I don't remember either. I'm going to have to watch it again. Let me know how you feel about it. Okay. 
Whenever I get to it, I will. Okay. Do they stay together? No. Absolutely not. They're 18 in college. Maybe 19 at the end of the movie. It's not happening. Nope. Yeah. All right. Great. We're agreed. I don't even remember if he's in the third one. He's not. I looked. Okay. So there you have it. Mm -hmm. Clearly. (laughs) Don't stay together. We're right. Yeah. Uh, Um, Iconic scene? Yes. I... You're going to disagree with me. Okay. I think I disagree with me. You go first. It's the finale. It's the finale. Yeah. What yeah. do you what is yours? I was going to say it's when they first met when he was like doing the air guitar out of there, but it's the finale. It's the finale. Yeah. It's incredible. I it, love their costumes or their I love Elizabeth Banks. These girls could turn me. <laughs> The fact they all incorporated the scarf from the old uniform, like honoring the old and the new. Yeah, the dancing, the sa- it's just all good. The dance is so good. And I like was going to put like the cardio as an unbelievability at the beginning. But then I saw this routine and I'm like, oh, they needed it. They need to be able to breathe properly to get the singing and the dancing down. So... The first time I did karaoke this year, I I can't believe you had to say the first. <laughs> oh, it's going to be at least three or four times by the end of this year, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, the first time I did karaoke this year, I was winded. Like, I actually had to stop singing because I was dancing a lot. And I was like, mm. I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> really ruined Fergalicious. <laughs> I was dancing so hard <laughs> because we were being raided and graded by the person whose birthday it was. Oh, well, that's... But then that's I, hard. I failed because I ran out of breath. <laughs> I was sitting... Like, I honestly, at one point, I think I, like, bent down and put my hands on my knees. <laughs> and I was sweating profusely. <laughs> Uh, I made up for that um, for Taylor Swift karaoke okay what song did you sing many Um, 22 and wildest dreams and then we I threw in like a Backstreet Boys song okay and something else it wasn't all Taylor Swift we had to all we were all required to do one Taylor Swift and then we could do what we wanted Okay, fair. And then James and our friend Jared did a duet of Love Story. <laughs> and that was very funny. I remember seeing that video. I liked it. Final thoughts. Did we get all of the things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Okay. Um, Can I run through the facts, the IMDb facts? Yes. Okay, I meant to talk about this um, when you brought it up, but I forgot Um, the shower scene with Chloe and Becca. They were just they were actually naked. So by the end of it, they were just like completely comfortable being naked. That's pretty wild. Yep. Yep. Um, Bumper and Fat Amy's storyline and like their 
sexual tension. It happened because of the improvisation that they would do together. So it actually wasn't scripted and it wasn't planned, but the movie people went along with it because they were doing such a good job. And there were some scenes that didn't make it. Like they referenced a probable one night stand that happened with them, like maybe going to Vegas, but I could be making that up. That um, was very funny. I loved that. I love I too. We in college we used this quote all the time whenever we were talking about things. When somebody came up with a suggestion that we didn't like, we would say, mm, "Sometimes I think I can do crystal meth, but then I think mm, better not." <laughs> and that was like her putting bumper down. It was just it's so good. Uh, Cynthia Rose, I know you know this, but just in case listeners don't, is actually Esther Dean, who is a songwriter. She co-wrote S&M by Rihanna, which they do in the riff off. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was real cool, too. Um, Kristen Wiig was supposed to be Gail, Elizabeth Banks' character. But because of scheduling, she couldn't. And I have to say, Elizabeth Banks is amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. And all of the actors actually had to sing at their audition. And, oh, damn it. Who was it? Didn't realize it. Someone didn't realize it and ha- and sang like a weird fucking song, the Full House theme song. I think it may have been Bumper or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. That's really so, funny. Yeah, they all had to prove they could sing. That's all my facts. I remember like the song Cups. It used to be just the shit. Everywhere. 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 We, we used to try to learn like the cup thing. I could never yeah. do it. It's an old folk song, I guess. Mm. And it was adapted. Like, even at work, I remember, like, the one person had a bunch of the other people doing it. And it was just, it was too much. Um, yep. I ha- One of my final thoughts is I felt like Becca's cleavage was its own character. I, that's so funny because I didn't even realize it. <laughs> like I never picked up on it once. Oh shit! Maybe I'm wrong then. <laughs> Maybe I'm attracted to Anna Kendrick or something, and I just couldn't stop staring at her jugs. Listen, I think she is very attractive. Mm-hmm. She's got great style too. I follow her Instagram because of it. I think she's very real. Um, you never watched she like she had a scene in Down to Earth with Zach Efron and I loved her scene. I thought she was a cool person and you know, I think she's she's every woman. <laughs> uh there's just so many good quotes that we would reference. Like this makes my beer taste bad. We said that all the time in college. <laughs> uh I loved it whenever Aubrey said, I can see your toner through those jeans. I was just going to say that quote. And that's my dick. (laughs) I loved that. Yeah. I think I have three more final thoughts. All right. Go ahead. I will say for as big of a bitch as Becca could be, I thought she was right in the Bella's. And she wasn't always a jerk about her suggestions to Aubrey. I think Mm -hmm. she got more of an attitude when she got pushback from Aubrey. But I think in those scenarios, she generally wasn't being like a cold hearted meanie. 
I thought things, I thought her and Aubrey started from when they met at that fair. Yes. And Aubrey came in with her like Becca prejudice and how she was too alternative. So Becca just kind of never let that go and it spiraled from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Audrey never let it go either, but she wouldn't let up the, like Audrey was just terrible. Yeah. She's so. not a nice person. Mm-hmm. She had some growth, but she's going to need a lot more than that. Yeah. We didn't talk about Benji at all. Oh, yeah. I I love Benji. Yeah, Benji needs a mention here because I do feel bad for him in this movie. He is... The magic is a little off-putting. It's a lot. And I forgot to mention this with unbelievability, but all of, like, his Star Wars shit, like, that's a lot of money to bring to college with you. Yes, and especially if you have a terrible roommate who would, like, mess with your shit. Mm -hmm. Also, the animals that he has, like that hamster, the dove. Yeah, where where are those going? I'm sure he's spending a lot of time in the dorm room until he gets put in the troublemakers and then who's taking care of those animals. But he does have a very nice voice. I know he gets a lot of flack for continuing to play a high school character, even though he has to be, like, your age by now. He probably is. But that's fine. Like, whatever. It happens all the time. But I love his character here, and he never gives up, and he never lets other people, like, get to him. He keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got to also talk about Lily. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. Do you guys want to see a dead body? I love, like, you don't know what she's saying until you watch it with subtitles for the first time. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is it? I ate my twin in the womb. Yep. I have gills like a fish. (laughs) (laughs) And then her and the other guy from the Trebles have that thing. The beatboxer. The rip-off. Yeah. Or not the, yeah, the beatboxing, not the rip-off. But yeah. yeah. And that's when you learn what she can really do. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. I thought it was really funny that all those dudes were in the hot tub in their house. Yeah. Are hot tubs in houses? Like, is that a thing? I was more concerned about how many guys were in it. And that there was like a video of like women in bikinis on in the background that i did not notice yeah it, it was a little strange to me i was more concerned with the mechanics of the hot tub and if it would damn do i like property damage it's it's a uh college house i'm sure it's long gone um what what else did i want to bring up here damn it oh of course Love a good montage. The audition montage. Good montage. Love the audition montage. The combo of good singers, bad singers. And again, like when Rebel Wilson starts belting out goosebumps. Love it. I love it whenever she saves their one performance with her ending solo. With her dancing and yeah, just her charisma. Yeah, it's great. Rebel Wilson is awesome. Although I haven't seen her in much, but she's doing other things, I'm sure. Did you see that whole shit that she's in like a secret Disney club? I did. And there is a secret Disney club? Yeah. And now she's in trouble for like 
Oh, is she? Like for touting that she's in like the secret Disney club. Like $30,000 a year or uh-huh. something. Uh-huh. Would you do it? No. Maybe if I had like unlimited income. Just for a year. Yeah. If you had a million dollars, would you do it just for a year? No. I'd invest it so I could have more money later. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I'd keep like 20 grand, 20 grand for a really extravagant vacation. <laughs> I'm very practical. <laughs> it would have to be like, I just won the lottery and I'm rich forever. 40 million. What is the least amount of millions it would take for you to spend 30,000 on a secret Disney club for one year? 20 million. Okay. Listeners, email us. What's your minimum amount for a secret Disney club? 30,000 one year. I would, I would be way more likely to do it if it was like a secret Hogwarts club. So universal. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, I only want to do the Harry Potter stuff. Like, I don't want to do the exclusive Universal. Like, I just want the Harry Potter ends. Like, I just saw this thing that now if you buy a wand there, they engrave it with your name. And I'm like, fuck, I want that so bad. I only have three wands. I need more. (laughs) You know, you can't do magic, really. Don't tell me that. I'm just kidding. I think it's amazing. And I want more wands for you too. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I love that we're propping up Skelly for his head to seal onto his body by the Hogwarts like display, like my Harry Potter display kind of really fits in. I'll maybe I'll post a picture so the listeners can see. I like that. It took me forever to like get the gusto to put his head back on. I think I'm just like afraid that it's not going to work. Mm hmm. And I just don't want to be let down because then it'll be a waste of $300. You'll figure it out. I know. I'll rig it. If, some- it, if it doesn't work, you should talk to your contractor and see what he can come up with. Honestly, that's what he does. Also, like, I was thinking about it. and Like, maybe we hang his head from the branch, like, above his body. Like, like I said, we could rig it. I think my idea is better. I think your idea is better, too. Thank you. (laughs) And I love that contractors have been in and out of my house, and the skeleton's torso and head is at the dining room table. (laughs) Days on end. Uh, I'm sure they've seen weirder. I'll have to ask. Yeah. We'll see. Because I'm like, I see, like, the cat hair tumbleweeds, and I'm like... I'm letting people in my house and I'm not doing a thing about this. What's the point? Like, honestly, they're coming in with shoes. Like it's a construction zone. What's the point? Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say one more final thought. Um, what were we talking about? The audition montage. The audition montage. Was it the host of the audition? <laughs> no. But I did think that was funny. I did too. The Christopher Mintz Platts, is that his name mm-hmm. or whatever? No. Oh. I love Cynthia Rose lusting after Stacy. Yeah. It is so funny 
Stacy and how provocative she is is hilarious. Her splits are very impressive. She doesn't even realize it. That's the thing. It's just who she is. Mm-hmm. And props to her. That's right. Be comfortable with yourself out there. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's all I got. That's all I got. So what are our um, options for next time? Well, next time we're like, like you said at the top, we're oh, going to, we're going to take a, well, bo- the options for the next poll. How about that? Right. So we're going to, we're going to do two separate movies. Yeah. Can we tell the people what yeah. they are? So next round, we're going to do ghosted. It's Chris Pine nope. or no, I'm sorry. It's Chris Evans. It's on Paramount plus. It's actually, it's also on Apple TV. Oh, okay. That's where me and James saw it. And we were like, oh my God, we have to watch this. And then I wonder if our father got it wrong and it's only on Apple TV. I don't know. It's very possible. I can look right now. And while Allison's checking that, and then we're also going to watch Tickets to Paradise with Julia Roberts and George Clooney. And I believe that's Amazon. I think you're right. Uh, yes, it is only Apple TV. Okay. So we'll scratch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Apple TV. Don't listen to your father's <laughs> listeners. Um, okay. Um, so. Ghosted first. Yes. There are quite a few options. Well, there's five and we're going to need to remove one. Okay. All right. I'm on it. So. Mike and Dave need wedding dates with Anna okay. Kendrick and Adam Devine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. I I think I saw it once. Okay. Yes, but it's a long time ago. And Aubrey Plaza's in it, and I love her. John Tucker Must Die has Brittany Snow in it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. Okay. Bridesmaids. Okay. Rebel yep. Wilson. Rebel Wilson. And her rom-com, Isn't It Romantic? Mm-hmm. I've I, never watched that. I never watched it either. But I think it, the plot is she's in a rom-com, right? Yeah. It's like her life is a rom-com or something. Yeah. Something like that. And then the last one, it has... Um, whose initials are BP? Ben Platt. Okay. The People We Hate at the Wedding. That is that oh. newer one with Kristen Bell. It's on Amazon. It looked very funny. And it's the guy from Schitt's Creek, the veterinarian. Um, I remember seeing the preview and like I almost hit play. Oh, wow. Okay. Like very inappropriate swearing. Mm-hmm. Looked funny. So um, we're going to do next two without your votes playing into it. But after that, we're going back to your voting. So please, if you check out the story, click on a movie you would like to hear us talk about. There's um, no judgment, judgment free zone. If you're worried about us seeing your name that you voted, no judgment, just pure delight that somebody interacted with us. Yeah, we, we actually do love that. Mm-hmm. The more votes, the better. We like have discussions about what movie's winning and if we're pissed about it or not. <laughs> It is kind of really funny. So if you think we don't want to talk about a movie, but you want to annoy the hell out of us. He's just nothing into you. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We weren't too happy about that one, guys. Not going to lie. Yeah. Just please get on there and vote. Click a button. 
just like we would like you to click those stars for you to rate, review, subscribe. It doesn't take too long. Please um, just interact somehow with us. Email us. We asked a bunch of questions this podcast. Let us know. We'd what, love to talk about it. What um what song from Pitch Perfect is your favorite? I would love to know because there's a lot of good quality songs in here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I read- the um, Instagram at Toasty Romcoms. T O A S T Y R O M C O M S. Website www.toasttoromcoms.com. T O A S T T O R O M C O M S dot com. I got it. You did it. And then our email is the website plus at gmail.com. So toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Please email us. Um yeah. I'm excited to watch Ghosted. I hope it's good. Me too. I think that's it. All right. Watch up. Drink up. And cheers. Cheers.